I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And with us today, we have the full team here. We have the doctor. Aloha. Uh, we have producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. And sound guy Tom. Check one, two, check one, two. We are friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. We are a podcast that is rapidly counting the days to summer vacation. I would actually say at this point, we are crawling to summer vacation. And I know most people can't sympathize with us because uh, <laughs> we are still, what do you want to say, 50-something-year-old men that have and look forward to summer I'm vacation. vacation but yeah. hey, you know what? It is what it I is. I can't relate with you, but keep going. Uh, Joe and yeah. Tom cannot relate yeah. to this no, either. No, not yeah. at all. Not at all. Well, it was a career choice way back in the day. Teachers right. by day, Amen. beer drinkers by night. <laughs> Afternoon soon. In about a month, we'll just reverse that. Uh, beer drinkers by day and uh, beer drinkers by, by night. night. And, and beer drinkers by night. Beer drinkers all summer long. <laughs> and of course, lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California, beer mecca within a beer mecca. So please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. And of course, you can find, follow us on social media. I like beer the podcast on Instagram and Facebook. I like beer the Po one. I like beer the Ta one on Twitter. And make sure to like, follow, subscribe, give five stars, comment, send letters, write essays, whatever you need to do. Uh, <laughs> check out our website and learn more about us at ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Send beer. Get a bullhorn. Yeah. Stand on your corner, shout it out, extra, extra, yeah. read all about it. Post it on Nextdoor. It's more exciting than most of the stuff that's posted on Nextdoor, you know, whatever it is. However you're sharing, thank you. And thank you for listening. Yeah. And, and also, oh, hey, one other thing. Don't forget, you can virtually drink with us. Hopefully soon enough, you'll be able to drink with us in person, but virtually still drink with us and toast with us on Untapped. Uh, again, we're very easy to find. Just look for any and all of us under I Like Beer, the podcast. Nicely done. Oh, I have some show notes. Oh, listener, I Yeah. From uh, I feel like we should, have some, we should have some music, some intro music for that. <laughs> yeah, that feels official. I have notes that, that listeners have shared with me about our show. These are some of the, the essays that have been written. Yes. And not, yeah, not really essays, essays but <laughs> short essays. Short stories. Uh, Twitter messages, uh, Instagram, or. So you didn't grade them, is what you're saying? Oh, no. I have evaluated their worth, uh, <laughs> but I did not grade them. Uh, top two things that came up over and over again uh, what people love. Here's what people are loving. Top two things they love, probably a tie for these two. We get constant compliments on the sound quality. It's almost like you're you have a professional sound guy. To which I respond, we do have a professional sound guy. Tom <laughs> is a professional sound guy who also helps us make this sound professional. Very nice. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. Thank you. Yes, and the other is they can't get enough of Doc's humor. Ah. So that's where we that's where we can make some money. All the stuff we yeah. cut from the Doc. Yeah, <laughs> that should yeah, put that back. The outtake. Remove my name from it, it and back. sell that. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a different podcast altogether. Yeah. <laughs> next, in the pecking order, the next two things, Joe's chirps and one-liners. People are loving those. They want to hear more Joe and talents, toast, roast, and pours. Uh, those are next on what people are saying they're loving. Uh, I'll tell you what's never in the mix. The careful orchestration narration uh, <laughs> through the potential minefield that each is each and every episode. Uh, uh, folks, 
there's only one person keeping this from being a two and a half to three hour <laughs> podcast brouhaha, but I guess there's no glory in that. Uh, <laughs> nothing on that. And only one <laughs> negative comment. Yeah. Uh, I'm almost quoting here. I cleaned it up. I edited there a little bit. Nobody cares. Nobody has ever cared. Nobody <laughs> will ever care about the career of Alex Smith. <laughs> wow! I, hey, I put it out yeah, there. That came from a Dallas Cowboy yeah. fan. We know Talent. one person. We know one person who cares <laughs> yes. deeply about the career of Alex Smith. Yes, they're so, they're off by one. So here, here's where that really hurts, is because I thought for sure you guys were gonna, you were some listener was gonna talk about the obituaries, but to go a step further and deeper, cut to Alex Smith. Jeez. Come on, listeners, come on. <laughs> Yeah, it's like saying Sierra Nevada is not good. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. I mean, There's... hometown hero. Come on, guys. Uh, I think they do say hometown football player is what what I'm hearing <laughs> from people. Uh, new content coming on the YouTube channel soon. We just recorded a new episode of I Like Beer, the book club with author, beverage aficionado, and man about town Ryan Wolt. Uh, look for it under I Like Beer, the podcast on YouTube. And now he really is man about town. Speaking of beer, I heard the word beer. <laughs> you did hear the beer. I'm sorry. I heard the word beer. Let's go. Yeah, Pavlov reflex right there from Doc. Beer? What? Beer? beer. You did. Where's the cowbell, Todd? Dong, dong. Ding, dong. Dong, dong. <laughs> dong, dong. <laughs> we just had Memorial Day weekend, so unofficial start to summer. So we're, we were looking for something local, something summery. What did we come up with? Doc, you start us off because I know you already opened one. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely opened one. I got uh, I got Burgeon's new hazy. Oh, nice! And it's yeah, it's of course the hazy and I get along well. Tom, what do you have there? Uh, I've got a little epic brewing the ten forty five to Denver. Oh, nice! That's and uh, this one's tasting pretty sweet right now. Speaking of IPAs, there, doctor, really tasty. You know, our our handle is great beers and the stories that go with them. I can't wait to get back to Clayton and have him tell the 1045 to Denver story uh, on air. Cause he told yeah. it to us off air and why did we turned off the mics? I don't know, but it's a great story, which I won't tell because he should tell it because he yeah. was there. He was there. <laughs> and Joe, what'd you pick up? I'm semi-local, but it is, it is beer this time. It's not soda water or whiskey. So that's good. Um, Hell or high watermelon 21st amendment. Oh, another great beer. Guy. Great yeah, summer yeah. beer, great memories with you guys. So. Yeah. I haven't had that beer in a long time, Joe, yeah, but I would no, love I to have it. some. I I, yeah, I know you have to. There has been a request for that for the for the kegerator by the fixer. So Ooh, yeah. seconds mm. on that? Yeah. Sad. They, that. Oh, I, 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 yeah, triples and fourths. Okay. Approve. Yeah. And Tom, what'd you pick up for today? Uh well, because I again you you we talked about theme of it. We wanted kind of local beers that lead us into summer. And uh my summer starts at Cinco de Mayo, so uh, uh stone buena vesa uh nice. was what i picked up because again honestly uh this is i really i never used to like lime in my beer then i just i, I think i forced myself to drink 10 or 20 of these things and i just now <laughs> love this beer because i love the little tinge of lime it's not yes. overpowering it's got a little and salt and you didn't in put it. it in there that's the main thing as you can uh, see tonight already i'm already like two or three in tonight nice. i saw that like untapped yeah, these are like water as well, so they help you stay hydrated. Um, yeah, so that's good. I can't think of a better summer beer or place to just start your summer and put you in that summer state of mind than a, a Stone Buena Vesa. Yeah, I think I think that beer's taken off because I see it everywhere now, yeah. all the grocery yeah. store, everywhere. I feel that Stone's going to be all right. 
I think they're going to make it. Those <laughs> kids, those yeah. kids are, those kids yeah. might make it. I agree. It was touch and go, so, but yeah, no. if they get big enough, let's have them on the show. Yeah, yeah if we, if they get there. Well, maybe we can we'll help them out. Maybe we can give them a little push, a little nudge. Yeah. Oh, they keep calling. But. Hey, a shout out to listener Chuck in oh. Texas. He sent me a picture of his beer fridge, and he's got he's got a bunch of San Diego beers. He's got Ale Smith in there. Wow. He's got Belching Beavers in there. So so good job, Chuck. I'll give you a. Chuck's photo of his beer fridge. It's very impressive. And we'll post yeah, it. Yeah, I'll post our, that. Uh, yeah. Nice go. job, Chuck. I went because uh, when summer comes or certain, my, my beer uh, preferences change. So I went to the store more on that later uh, to get with certain things in mind, uh, came up empty. But um, Jeff at large, my brother-in-law has been on the show a few times, came by this weekend with some drink this or the bees die by uh Duckfoot Another golden great beer. honey ale. And, and, what a delicious beer that they're doing. And you know what? Reduced gluten. So I can stop worrying about that. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Ton. You guys picking up these beers just tell me that I probably don't drink enough because these are beers that I can't wait for summer vacation and I can start to approaching more time, this. More time yeah. to drink. Approaching this job professionally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, one, one person where we uh, contact with and, and have some messaging back and forth with uh, at Beer Cruncher on Twitter had a question this week. He took a little heat for it, but he was wondering if beer aficionados and beer snobs still have a uh, almost visceral disgust with someone who drinks a beer out of a frozen glass. And he was asking people, is that still a thing to hate drinking beer out of a frozen mug? Because I think he likes drinking beer out of frozen. Yeah. What do you guys stand on beer on a frozen mug? Or in a frozen mug, excuse me. You know what? I, I don't do it, but I don't judge people. I don't you know, judge. You know, it's each their own. If that's how you like to drink your beer, more power to you. Whatever trips your little trigger. Version they were serving ice beer slushies. Yeah, yeah. I, I think whatever helps keep the beer cold works. Well, my neighbor always serves me when I go over there an IPA and a frozen mug, and I, I've never once said no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> that is a good. I never say that you know. I wish you hadn't point. put that in a frozen mug. It's it's a right. cold, delicious IPA. It's almost always a stone IPA, and it's delicious. Yeah. I don't know that Again, I drink. Those a- kids are going to be all right. They are a, a porter in a frozen mug, or a, <laughs> no, yeah, there's definitely I don't know, some don't of those go. types of things. But yeah, you know, I try not to judge. But yeah, try not to judge. There are certain beers that kind of almost have to be in one because they're not very good. But yeah. you get them cold enough, and they're they're just fine. Things could be worse. They could be they could be drinking wine. <laughs> that's true. Has wine enough? That's such mug? a good point. Yeah. yeah, it is a good point. Good that is point. a good point. Thank you. Every once in a while. <laughs> We just celebrated Memorial Day weekend, unofficial start to summer, which got me thinking, what other signs, omens, portents, and prognostications of summer are there for the ILB team? What are some of the unofficial notifications that summer is arriving, Doc? What do you see out there in the wild kingdom? You know I haven't prepared anything. No, of course not. uh... (laughs) Shocker. Uh, You know, well... My left testicle's hanging a little lower. That's how <laughs> yeah. I know that, yeah. you know, summer's right. I thought arriving. that's how you know it was going to rain. Yeah. Or is that the right yeah. testicle? Oh, that's <laughs> the right testicle. So, no, but besides that one, that's the obvious one everyone yeah. knows about. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> they do now. Yeah. No, uh, you know, I've noticed a lot of all the songbirds are out. I'm noticing that's spring. You know, songbirds are out making their noise. So there that's you go. good. Yeah. Right. And there's a lot more beers in the store with lime in them. Yeah. There you go. Tom yeah. and Joe, now you don't get to feel summer the way we do, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but but you know it's coming. We do know it's coming. How's that? I know when I start seeing my uh, teacher beer drinking friends 
posting untapped <laughs> beers at about 11 a.m. I know, oh, it's probably summer. That's what's happening. But COVID really screwed that up, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had to wait till like noon at that point. That's my sign as summers. I will second what Joe says. You know, when the untapped ding keeps going off at, you know, 11, 1130 in the morning and I'm sitting there in the office <laughs> having to put my phone on mute because it's dinging every 30 seconds. Oh, Tom, I thought you were going to second the left testicle thing. Yeah, that too. <laughs> it's Tom's right test. Tom is the one with the right testicle. That's it. Now it's all come full circle for me. The balance keeps the, the forces in balance, you know? And just to be clear, Tom and I are drinking beers in our office at that hour. We're just not logging them because we don't yeah, know. you just can't smart. check them in until five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> smart. That is very smart. No, yeah. Well, we were doing we were doing the COVID beer drinking before COVID. You know, yeah, we had yeah. our thermal glass and the beer in it, right, Joe? That's it. The other thing I think that is the sign that summer's coming is when you same teachers start talking about AP tests and what you're going to be doing after AP tests or not doing after AP tests. <laughs> Life does get easier. It's it both easier. what we aren't doing and what we are doing. Talent, how do you know when summer's here? I really thought about how do we know in San Diego or North County when it is. I put a couple of things. It takes 30 minutes to drive down the coast highway and into yeah, the village. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You can't find parking in downtown Carlsbad. True. Uh, May gray turns into June gloom. True. And the Padres are usually still in contention at that point, And there is some hope, except for this year. But that's how, you, that's how you know. And once that transition hits, you know summer's over, and there yeah. you have it. Right. And, and I got another comment. Why are you going to downtown Carlsbad when you have downtown Vista? I would not Amen. go to Carlsbad. But that's why I wouldn't do it. But I, I had to put that. How do you know when it's summer? That's how I know. Yeah, it's like, done, I, I'm not going Done to. with downtown Carlsbad when we got downtown Vista and that's then right. all the beer area. Yeah. That's right. I got a question. Why would you go anywhere considering how well laid out your place is? That's true, but sometimes I need different beer. Sometimes I need ingredients to make another beer. Yeah, true. Especially if my son is home because he drinks all my beer right now. That's what happens when you have a college-age child or a just post. They come home and their friends show up and all your beer goes away. All your beer goes away. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, thankfully, yeah, yes. mine's not home right now, thankfully. So I kind of feel as soon as I hear a Beach Boys song. That's a good call. That, that feels like and it, it could be February and I hear a Beach Boys song and it's like, well, summer's almost here. Here yeah, we go. much. You know, none of those guys actually surfed. That's disappointing. <laughs> wow. Oh, super disappointing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Debbie Spoiler Downer. Alert. Gosh. And then the, you know, light at 730 is pretty cool. It's very cool. Indicator. Grilling at seven and not in a rush. That's pretty cool. Yep. Grilling it. That's, that's a, sounds like a country song right there. It does. <laughs> Grilling at seven and not in a rush. That's right. <laughs> so, I, think I actually heard that one. <laughs> that's how i know it's summer when i hear that song come on <laughs> i was trying to rhyme something with left testicle there but it didn't come <laughs> uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, workshop that i'll get back to you yeah uh, vesicle yeah uh, that's not that's not ventricle i was trying to think pops, about my spectacles yeah. spectacles <laughs> spectacles and testicles ventricle yeah. icicle icicle oh, i'm uncomfortable now so maestro roll out the orchestra it's time for toast roast and pour one out I got a quick toast to Vista's own Belching Beaver Brewing, which I you just said listener Chuck's got some in, in Texas in his fridge. Isn't that right? Yeah, he's got two different varieties. Yeah, I saw that they are now expanding out to Colorado with their distribution. 
So that's that's pretty exciting for our, our little town of Vista and, and their yeah. and our brewery scene. Maybe yeah. I can go to, to Colorado and get a pink poodle skirt IPA because you can never get it here in Vista. <laughs> that is a Shawshank IPA that is never available. Tom, I see you've got a toast as well. Yeah, I do. I have a, a toast out to one of the many unsung heroes out there in the world. This is actually... Is he an AP teacher? He is. Influencer. Sadly, no. Oh, but okay. uh, this is actually for the company of some of those unsung heroes. And I'm talking about the trash man, or in this case, the company waste management. I uh, wanted to give a toast and a shout out to them because they're starting to offer their employees uh, fully funded educational programs to get their undergraduate and graduate degrees. Nice. Um, and cool. technology schools and business certifications and even uh, allowing some of them to go back and get their high school diplomas, their GEDs. So hats off to them in that regard. But then they're also taking it a step further. In 2022, they're going to offer it to not only the employees, but the employees' families. Wow, very so, cool. Wow. Yeah. Toast to waste management. Yeah. Toast to those those unsung heroes, the trash men. You know, hey, quick oh. trash man story. I'm going to tell you this. When I was a kid, uh, I wanted to be a trash man. Who doesn't? Because uh, I thought does. they only worked one day a week. And I thought that was the greatest job ever. <laughs> yeah. Then someone told me, no, that's not true. And so, so I you said, said, all right, back I'll to be a teacher. teacher. No, I said, I'll do the next best thing. Yeah. I'll be a teacher. I, I can and get so some But honestly, yeah. when I was a young yeah. kid, people asked me, what do you want to be? I want to be a trash man. Only work one day a week. It's the greatest job out there. <laughs> and now they'll pay for my education. I mean, how much wow. better is that? Right. Yeah. All right. right. Second career. I see it coming. Mafia money. I'll do that. Toast. Today, that's right. Toast. <laughs> I can say that's the one bill when we're paying bills each month. I always say, pay that one with a smile for them to come take our refuse every yeah. every week right. uh, for that yeah. price. That's a deal and a half. Just write that check that's with a true. smile. We still write right. checks for some of our bills. Yeah. Well, it is 2021. Men of yeah. a certain age. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Talent, you got a toast. All right. I do have a toast. So I'm toasting uh, social media because I think finally an app uh, is making a change that I think may help those of us that can't get out of our own way. The app is one that I've never used or had a reason to use, but it is Tinder. You guys may have heard of that. I think that's where young people meet nowadays. Okay. But they're introducing a new feature that is called the Are You Sure feature. Um, it's basically a feature where they allow them to do that before you say something stupid. Oh, Here's the deal on this, though. I've got some questions about this for you guys, because according to PC Mag, Tinder is now going to implement this new tool. It says it's going to use AI to kind of flag harmful or questionable language and then force users to kind of second guess the message before they post it or send it, which nice. I think is a great thing based on some of the stories we've seen and some of the roasts we've had on this. However, there was an interesting argument against the challenge, and that's where the question is going to come from, because, again, on the surface, it doesn't seem like a bad idea. You think, hey, this is a good idea. But some people are saying, wait a second. If you don't allow that creepy person to send their inappropriate question or whatever online, now you're more likely to say, hey, yeah, let's meet up. And now that creepy person shows up at your doorstep. Yeah. Oh. So like they said, how is a girl? I'm, I'm using girl versus guy. I'm assuming most that's where most of the crappy behavior comes from, from the guys. But like if a, if a guy's a jackass, how's a girl supposed to know that he's a jackass if you don't let him say jackass yeah, things on social don't, media? And point. don't have him show up at your door. Meet him in downtown Vista. There you go. In downtown or Carlsbad. He'll never get there. He'll never find parking and you won't have to worry about it anyway. Give you time to decide if you're sure. 
So I don't know what you guys think, but I thought that was kind of a good. It seems like a lot of our politicians probably could really use that feature. Um, a lot of our celebrities, oh uh, just a lot of people in general could just use that. Are you sure feature Are before you, you post sure? on Twitter, Facebook or anywhere else? Oh, my. I love on the on the Gmail where you can set it where you have about 30 seconds to decide. Yeah. <laughs> because undo. I am I am infamous for sending emails that sound mean and grumpy. And, and when I'm not, I'm just I think I'm being efficient with my word count. <laughs> And that, oh, let me, let me call that, let me reel that one back in and put some <laughs> excla- and say, have a good day with three exclamation points. Some Mighty stupid fight. shit like that to make yep. people feel good about themselves. Yep. I like it. Thank you. I like it. All right. And sends us over. I got a quick roast for, uh, and, and talent from the conversation we had earlier. I think you're going to back me up on this. I'm a piggyback uh, on this roast. So summer's coming and I get a hankering for the IPAs. And specifically, mm-hmm. I wanted the Alpine IPAs because I had some last weekend and they were so good. So I run out, get some stuff, stopping at the local Albertsons, which usually has a fantastic variety of, of all our local beers. Horrible selection. I grabbed the IPAs. I wanted some Alpine and some Mother Earth. I'm, I'm going to say the names because these breweries need to know. Uh, let's see what else. Pizza Port. Then I, and when I'm in line, I look at the Born on Dates. Some of them were three months old. IPAs sitting there for three months. The the newest one was two months old, and some were <laughs> were from February even. That kind of ticked me off. Why is that still on the shelf? That's not fair to our local breweries. That stuff's not fresh anymore. Yeah. So that annoyed me. And then I went back to get something else, and there was nothing there except for a four pack from Burjon that hazy. How much you think yeah, that hazy? Right. How much you think that hazy was? The four pack. Oh, oh. At Albert's. Say six, uh, $16. $16.99. There you go. Oh, for four you. pack. So I can't buy that because I can't enjoy it. I'm too cheap. So <laughs> anyways, they had some fresh sublime. So I picked up sublime and I'm, I'm good. But yeah, I got to roast Albertsons for not rotating their stock, throw that crap out, making people look bad. Yep. No, so I said my exact experience because I had the exact same thing coming home. I'm like, okay, I got to pick up a few things and I'll get some beer for tonight. And I'm expecting that, you know, again, within from the Albertsons by my house, within two miles, they probably have 15 breweries uh, within two miles. And and their selection is just terrible. And I didn't even get into looking at the born on dates, which I probably should have. But there you have it. But I do have another roast if, I'm, if you guys are all right with it. Yeah, we're ready. So I'm going to roast millionaires and billionaires. And actually, in this case, it's just one millionaire and billionaire. Because I don't want to. They've been through enough. Yeah, they have. And I don't want to upset the ones that want to sponsor us or buy our, <laughs> buy anything from us. But right. I, I would think that if you were a millionaire or a billionaire, close your eyes for a second and think about what, what are the things you would do? And um, I think this guy here, this would have to be at the very top at, for a lot of people. And that's, you know, hey, purchase a professional sports team, right? So this gentleman okay. uh, purchased a professional. So- he's a he's a Chinese a man, and so he pr- purchased a professional soccer club in China. And then basically, what did he do? He gave himself the number ten jersey, uh, and oh. then he gave oh. uh, he he became he made himself the super sub on the team, and then also brought his son in as well. So here's how it happened. So it's a, it's a in the Chinese second division. The name of the club is, and I'll mispronounce this. I apologize, uh, but Zibo Kuhu, and this owner uh, He Shihua. He buys the team and then he basically tells the coach, hey, here's what you're going to do. So first thing he does, he goes, my son gets to participate in all games at some point within the 90 minutes. And actually, when the kid gets on the field, he gets to take all corners and free kicks as well. Okay. well how old is the kid? 
I, you know, I don't, they didn't say how old he was, but I would say the kid looked like he might be, you know, he might be a, a, like 18, 19, 20. Okay, but here's the okay. deal. All right. Kid weighs 280 pounds. Whoa. Yeah. What's wrong with that? And I did not care for your tone of voice there. <laughs> I'm just Mr. saying, he is not. And, and based on video and pictures of this, does not appear fit or skilled enough to play. So I, again, on my of, chart, I have at home, it says 5'11", yes, 250, well okay. within normal. Okay. And so 280 yes. is not much beyond not, that. Not much out there. Okay. Next, though, he then goes one step further and uh, subs himself into a game wearing the number 10 jersey, which typically goes to the, oh. you know, the playmaker on the team against uh, another team. This team was actually owned by a Manchester City football group. And the key is, is when he subs himself in, the score at that time was 0-0 and they were getting close to added time. So, I mean, this is a tight game, everybody else. And he puts himself and makes the coach sub him in as the owner into the game to play. So, oh anyways, uh, the, you know, it suffice it to say that Zebo. Kuhu finished, I think, in last place in the China League One. Surprising. Um, but I guess this guy's kind of making the most of his ownership. I mean, hey, it's his team. Do what you want it's to do with money. it, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's his true. money, so, I guess. If I learned nothing else between 2016 and 2020 was that, that millionaires and, and so-called billionaires are victimized. They're, sure. they, they suffer in ways we can't imagine. Yeah. And everybody, everybody's out to get them. So, huge adversity good, good is the word. I, they they overcome huge adversity. Yeah, yes. the world's yeah. not fair for them. It isn't. No, and people don't treat them fairly. So mm-hmm. good for him, mm-hmm. Zebo Kuhu. All right, I'm getting a jersey. That's my new favorite team. Make sure you get the number ten. Yeah. If I was a millionaire, or billionaire, listener Alec sent me a link to this place called MyBeerCollectibles.com. It's got four packs that are like ninety bucks, one hundred twenty bucks for these at Albertsons. These- these collectible <laughs> beers. Yeah, right. Just no. the born on dating. There you go. So if you want to so, some overpriced beers, go to mybeercollectibles.com yep. for you millionaires. All right, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. That's just crazy. Give yourself number 10. Who wants to play for you then? <laughs> you know what? If you got the money and you're paying, you buy bring sure. in 10 of your bring in 11 of your closest friends. Now you got a whole team. Uh, there you uh, go. How many kids do I have? All right, I'm buying a team. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly now, it. talent. I got to say, after all we went through last week, yeah, trying to be grown-ups, trying to be mature, uh-huh. I am terrified about what's coming next <laughs> uh, in our poor one out section. Well, all right. I'm not going to use the term I put there, but I, I am pouring one out for breasts. And listen first before you judge. Um, okay. I'm worried. Yes. Yeah, uh, you should be worried. Are they going away? Yeah, well, no, listen, they're right there listen, in the number listen, 10 jersey listen. or whatever they the are, kid's number is. And, and the reason I'm pouring one out for them is because plastic surgeons are saying right now, there was a study done, uh, American Society of Plastic Surgeons, and they recently announced that demand for butt implants has overtaken the demand for boob implants and hair, and hair implants. So what? Exactly. So, you know, obviously there was a decline in both kind of minimally invasive and surgical cosmetic procedures because of the pandemic. But what they're saying is that as a result of all this and stuff like that, basically butt implants are up 22%, ah. 22%. So they have become really one of the biggest That's astronomical. It is astronomical. Ah. <laughs> well done. Um, so that's 11, that's 11% for each cheek in each cheek. Exactly. (laughs) And then what the other thing that's happening as well. And again, I mean, this is pretty obvious to those of us that I never thought about this, but now I will is that I didn't implants have a shelf life. Uh, so they don't last forever and they eventually fail, which is actually kind of scary for anyone that got these. Uh, so there actually was an 8% uptick in 
breast implant removal. So if you kind of put it on a bar graph somehow, you can see the rise in butt implants and people are having the breast implants removed. removed, And that's what's happening. It seems like it should be on a bell curve. Yeah. So anyways, that's kind of where we are right now. I'll keep doing research and I'll see where the where the trends go for 2021 and into 2022. But right now, uh, apparently, uh, the Instagram culture is having a huge effect and butt implants are massive. Uh, they are massive and the yeah. demand is massive. There yes. you have it. Boom. Boom. Horn one out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Bye, boobs. Bye, boobs. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and girls. And anyone else. That, and then whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, this I has like been big butts. I cannot lie. Ooh, and I cannot that's, lie. <laughs> that actually was quoted in the, the one story I read. Was they're like, I'm surprised it took this long for it to increase that much. Why did it not happen when Sir Mix a Lot song came out yeah, about big that. butts? But there you have it. Well, Tom, you've got your exit music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I already wrote the note. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. Well, I appreciate that talent. I was nervous. Oh, I thought I heard you say you appreciated my talk. So can you could talk about that? Anytime you want to say anything nice about me, I'm, you can say that. I appreciate you. Yes. You are appreciated. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you too. I appreciate you too. Let's have a beer, boys. Let's have another beer. Another beer? Okay. <laughs> I agree. And I, I bet you have one. So I can ask you and pretend to listen while I go get one. <laughs> What are you drinking, Doc? <laughs> nice. I'm actually drinking a beer from uh, Carl Strauss, their uh, little boat shoes. Oh, another great beer. Yeah. This should just be called Great Beer Night. Great beer you know, we don't talk about too. Carl Strauss enough. That is a great, it's a, they have and great it, food. Yep, and, I agree. Uh, great beer. Carl Strauss, one of the, one of the originals in San Diego. Yeah. We actually do talk about them, though, because a lot of times they send us their new releases. And so we try to highlight all their new releases <laughs> That's true. That's and, true. and that kind of stuff. So, no, I agree with you, though. It is a great place. I think what it, the problem is for me is sometimes I forget to go eat dinner there because their food is so good. Yeah. And it doesn't, it's not, doesn't register sometime on my list because I usually end up at 508 or Belching Beaver or right, right. somewhere else that's a little closer to me. Doc's family and my family had a dinner at Carl Strauss recently and it, it was fantastic. That's right. A chance meet. What are the odds that we would, we would uh, <laughs> meet know, at a brewery? Meet at a non planned and we meet at a, at a brewery. Yeah. shocking yeah <laughs> the funny part about that is i was just about a two miles over at carl's Witt brewing company that same night so i know i kept saying wild. don't tell them we're here yeah i know <laughs> I, I got that later i felt a little sl- slided that night but that's okay because i enjoyed the sunset from carl's Witt brewing company snapchat location a sign that's the end of the month not the end of spring is the return of doc segment wild thing where he takes us on an excursion into the unknowns of the animal kingdom. Let's see, where have you taken us? You've taken us to meet the octopi dolphins, bears, including, but not limited to the Pizzly. I would like a Pizzly update at some point. Mm. That seems like it should be a beer name too. Pizzly. Mm -mm. That doesn't sound delicious. All right. Not so good. Pizzly (laughs) Pilsner. Pizzly Pizzler. Bats. Penguins. Bees, orcas, and penguins. Right. So, I think they're coming. Where Where do we go now? Well, we're about to find out. So buckle up. Here we go. All right. 
time to get wild with a wild thing. Do a little deep dive into a cool organism on our planet. Ready to get wild? Today we're going to make call it freaky thing. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Ready? yeah. You ready yeah. to get your freak on? Penis fish. Here we go. Let your freak flag fly. <laughs> Today we're going back into the ocean. My wheelhouse, my comfort zone. We're actually this time we're going to the pitch black, inky, dark depths of the ocean. All right. So hold on, I'm going to share some photos with you guys. Can you guys see? There we go. So here we go. So when it's pitch black, deep, inky depths where many of the animals can make their own light. That is called bioluminescent. Bio means life. Luminescent, they give off light. Like 76% of the fish that live in the ocean actually are bioluminescent. They can make their own light. So let's see. Ready, everybody? Listeners, pretend you're a fish or a squid. How would being able to make your own light come in handy? Tom, if you can make your own light and you live down in the deep, dark depths, how might that come in handy for you? I thought they were inky depths. Yeah, very inky. inky. Okay, I just want to get clear. I'm taking notes. I want to get Tom. Tom's living in the dark, inky depths. How would being able to make your own light be helpful to you, Tom? It would help me find my Sierra Nevada. Oh, (laughs) right. Nice. Nice. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Survey says. Joe, you live down where there is no light. How would being able to make your own light help you? I'd be able to check my Apple Watch to see what time it is. Nice, nice. These are all very biological, <laughs> scientific <laughs> answers. <laughs> Talent, how, how might how might being able to make your own light help you out? I'm going to go with uh, reading a book. Okay, good. All right, Jeff, influencer. Now they're joking around, but I'm I'm playing serious because I'm you're you a shot. scientist. You want a oh, serious yeah. answer. Yeah. The light would help me appreciate my newly installed buttock implants. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Uh, all right well back to serious because i'm all about being serious that's true you are that's what people know all right right so right so if you are what scientists think they don't know for sure because it's hard to study shit that's down like three thousand feet under the hard to study shit anywhere but yeah yeah, right so right they think it helps maybe being able to light helps you find a mate come on now i thought we'd get that answer yeah Uh, that's pretty much what i said maybe helps we all have have mates we all have different ways of finding mates (laughs) i've looked for someone who reads might helps them attract prey might help them like deter from being eaten right so those are there we go. Those are some serious answers we were looking Special for. Special effects. Also right. good answers. I there admit. you go. So, hey, tonight's fish, it is a fish. Tonight's organism is, oh. oops, it is, oh. it is the deep sea angler fish. Yes. And oh, listeners, these are sweet. Listeners, you saw Finding Nemo, right? Remember Marlin and Dory that found themselves in the inky darkness? And all of a sudden, there was a light. And there was the light from the deep sea angler fish, right? Uh, it had that little glowy glow thing that off its head. So uh, actually, speaking of angler fish, one washed up on the beach in Newport Beach last week, if you want to check it out in the news. But anyways, so angler, also known as a fisherman, these are basically these are fish that have like a little lure. They dangle in front of their head. It attracts other fish and they eat them. But since they're found in the deep, inky darkness, right, it also lights up. So it attracts prey. So- What's kind of crazy is, you know, so they can make their own light. That's what bioluminescent means. But they actually, what it is, it's little bacteria that they've kind of collected out of the water, the ocean, 
And it's basically, they stick that little bacteria in their lure somehow, and they can force it to light up when they want to. Scientists don't really know how, but anyway, it's kind of crazy. Even with that lure, right, it's hard to find prey. So if they happen to come across something that's maybe as big as them or even like twice their size, they can still eat it hmm. because of that ginormous jaw. All right, so they can eat something that's twice their size because it might be a couple of weeks, a month before you get something. So that's kind of crazy about the anglerfish. That is, that is one of the ugliest animals I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, no, it's pretty- a true, true anglerfish story, Doc. Oh. Okay, tell us. In second grade, we were asked to make a picture for homework of our favorite animal. Nice. And I drew a picture uh, of the anglerfish and brought it in and was very proud of it. I yeah. had the inky depths represented. I had the light at the giant teeth and that giant jaw. They are really are a freaky looking thing. Yeah. And uh, the teacher told me, Mrs. Hulesman, I believe, uh, I'm sure it's RAP at this point, told me we were talking about real animals, Jeff. Oh, not pretend pretend monsters. Well, you should send her a link to this podcast when we're done with it. And I was just too ashamed to try to explain that it was real. Okay. So all this is freaky, that they can light up, that they can fish for other fish with a lure. They can eat stuff twice as big as their body. But you know what's really freaky? Why is this called freaky thing? Is that they exhibit... Extreme sexual dimorphism. So you might be asking, what the heck does that mean? Might That's be, yeah. exactly well, what I was asking just a second ago. I was just thinking yeah. that. No, I so, know what it is. What is it, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe, Joe, don't show us. Joe. Uh, all right, let me show Joe. you. <laughs> Joe, if you get if you get if you get your wife over here, you can show us. Because basically what sexual dimorphism is, it's like when the male and female, the, the sex is actually of the same species. They're different beyond just having different like genitalia, sexual organs. They, they look different, right? So m- almost all animals have this and even some plants. But what's kind of crazy is, hold on, I'm going to show you this. Uh, oh, there's another good picture. Oh, there's the one that washed up in Newport oh, Beach. Yeah. Okay, you like can't predator. see it. Yeah. The female can be like a hundred times bigger than the male. So think of the female like oh. the size of a football, all right? And the male's like the size of your pinky or something. Not even Not even that big. So it's getting freakier. So yes, they exhibit crazy sexual dimorphism where they're way different. Like the, the male is so much different than the female. He's a tiny little thing. Is that they also exhibit sexual parasitism, which is a type of sexual symbiosis. They have some issues. Are you getting ready for this? Getting freaky? Yeah. So, yeah. so ready? So here's what happens. The male anglerfish, he's born and he's got like these really large nostrils to find a female because it's inky dark. It's, it's You can't see anything, right? So he smells, he finds a female. He finds the pheromones of his lady love. And then uh, when a male finds the female, he won't ever let her go. Because wow. he, he can't. He can't. Yeah. He can't. Oh. Because the males actually are born without a digestive system. So they can't really live very long without finding a female. So he latches on by what's called fuse mating. Got it? Fuse mating. He's got these big hooked teeth. He bites onto her. And then he releases an enzyme that dissolves his face and her <laughs> skin Right, right, and, and they and they basically fuse together down to their blood vessels. So what this does, so now now she's got this little this little male fused to him. Parasite. It basically gives her direct access. It gives him direct access to her digestive system for nutrition and circulatory system for gas exchange. But what does she get? She gets basically 
whenever she wants it, she gets a little speck of a little sack of sperm hanging off. A little of her. spackle, <laughs> little sack of sperm. So he's basically like a little parasitic sperm sack that just like lives off her digestive and circulatory system. Sounds like true love. Does he hang a little lower at summertime? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. And wow. This is called extreme sexual dimorphism because that is extreme. Right, right. So That's she too has, much, I say. I think it's too much. I'm I'm live and let live kind of guy. Yeah. That's too much. Right. So think about it, right? It's hard to find anything down there. It's so dark. So they've solved this problem by, hey, they're together for life. They're he, he's latched onto her, basically a little parasite, and she has sperm whenever she wants it. Now, he can't get lazy because He's Uh-oh. actually competing with several other males who call that female home. And they're maybe like oh, they they, they found like what? up to like they found like up to eight males like latched wow. onto a female. What? There you go. Oh, no, who's right. that over no, there? Where, where does the Pope stand on all this? Yes. Oh, he's against it. Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so remember, the monogamy remember was a, good, but then it turned out not to be monogamy, right. right? Do you so. remember from an earlier episode when a female has more than one partner? It's not polygamy, but polyandry. Listeners. What is it? Paul Polyandry. 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 Oh, I have that written down. Yeah, somewhere yeah here, right. actually. I said it. I didn't get any credit. Yeah. Oh, you just said it. Guess speak louder. Anyways, what's kind of crazy? So this is this is freaky enough, but when scientists first started like collecting anglerfish, they thought, God, it's kind of weird. We're catching all females. And then they're going, wait, a lot of these females have these like little tiny parasites on them. And they go, wait a minute, those aren't little tiny parasites. Those are the males. So, and basically, so when the female dies, the male dies. Very Shakespearean, don't we think, Jeff? Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah, they all go out together at the end, act five. And in this case, all of them go out together. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is another freaky thing, the angler fish. You know, Doc, usually when you finish with these, I usually feel somewhat inspired or enlightened. I don't know how to feel after this one right now. Yeah, it's, tough. You. it's tough. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to take me some time to process yeah. this you whole mean, thing. You're not going to say to your uh, to your wife, hey, do you want a fuse mate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Probably not again. Not. It's no, not very she complicated. Might, she might, and, you know, as long as she doesn't call you a sexual parasite, you know, yeah. you're okay. Well, now that I know the ultimate put down, <laughs> yes. I will try to avoid that. But yeah, it seems very complicated to me. Seems exhausting. Yeah. But they are such a cool-looking fish. I mean, they win. They win on cool-looking fish. Oh, it's the most interesting-looking animal. Like, why? That's really I, why. I, I did wonder how big they are. So you said the females are about football size? Well, you know, in reality, I didn't tell you. There's like 200 species of anglerfish. So oh. there are some anglerfish that are actually like as big as your thumb. And then the male is just like, you know, a couple millimeters long. They're tiny. That changed everything. Yeah, it did. <laughs> What if they're like car size? Yeah, that would be, be awesome. awesome. Like a yeah, bus. Yeah. Like yeah. A but bus they can't size. be that down there in the pitch black, darky, inky depths. They can't be that big, right? Oh, It'd man. I totally, I totally forgot. I had more I had more visuals for y'all. I just got a visual. Damn. You oh, must take a go. picture. There you must go. take a picture with your beer and your angler hat. That must happen. I'm just thinking the first person that found one of those, like where it washed up or it ended up on the end of someone's rod and reel must have just flipped out when they saw that thing. Because it is honestly one of the wildest looking things you'll ever see. So 
Doc, are you exhausted? Are you too tired? Or you got some left in the tank? Oh, hell no. <laughs> which which is hell no? Oh, hell no to being tired. You're talking All beer, right. not a beer? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right. All right, let's do this. Beer, not a beer. People, I'm going to name four beers. Three are real. One is made up. One I pulled out of the deep, dark, inky darkness. Okay, beer number one. This all has to do with symbiosis, right? Right? Paris, all uh, right? Living together, close together. The first beer is Better Together. Uh, actually, it's called Better Together Symbiotic Sour with cherries and cranberry. Beer number two, Symbiote Parasite Pepper. It's a Saison. Beer number three, Thought Parasite, an IPA. Beer number four, Symbiotic Distortion. One more time. Beer in honor of the anglerfish. Beer number one, Better Together, Symbiotic Sour. Beer number two, Symbiote Parasite Pepper. Beer number three, Thought Parasite. And beer number four, Symbiotic Distortion. Which beer did I pull out of the inky, deep darkness? We'll start with Tom. It's becoming a pattern. You seem to start with me all the time lately. Um, you got more right than I have. It's, be- it's yeah. between three and it's between three and four here. I think I'm just gonna say whatever Tom says. That's what I say. I didn't win last time. Let's go with sim. No, I'll go thought parasite. Yeah, thought parasite. Beer number three. All right, producer Joe. Symbiotic distortion. Symbiotic distortion. Influencer Jeff. Hmm. I really like that term, thought parasite. That's something I can take right to the classroom. Yeah. When um, someone says something genius and then the next kid says the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, you are a thought parasite. parasite. Yeah, I, I'm going thought parasite is a not a beer. Thought parasite. All right. Talent. Just the idea of having the, the I know there's two of them here, but the, why would you put parasite in the name of your beer? Um, thought parasite. I'm going to go that route too. Thought parasite. All right. So, no one chose beer number two, Symbiote Parasite Pepper, which is it really is a Saison from France. Oof, I almost picked uh, that one. So from so Brasserie Nautil. All right. Symbiotic Distortion really is a double IPA from Rebel Hill Brewing in Pennsylvania. Here we go. Here we go. Uh-oh. So we're Uh-oh. down we to go. Thought Parasite and Better Together Symbiotic Sour. Thought Parasite really is an IPA oh. from um, Kings County Brewers Collective, or KCBC, they call themselves. Wow. And the beer that no one chose that I pulled out of the inky darkness is Better Together Symbiotic Sour. I should have gone that. That's your Jack Johnson done. reference. Nicely I should have done. Yeah, exactly. your Jack Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. when, you said, when you said it was a sour, that's what threw me right there. Yeah, yeah you sold that one well. Beer. You sold it That well. is a great name for a beer, though. You, you sold you, it well. You sold it well. But when you when you didn't say that one after you said number two, I was like, "Oh, we're all in trouble." Oh, you're screwed. <laughs> good work. Good yeah. work. No, yeah. Listeners at home, did you guess symbiotic? A better together symbiotic sour. <laughs> if you did, you beat all these jokers. Yeah, on the show. all That's these true. jokers. Yeah. All these professional beer not a beer guys. This game's yeah. becoming less fun. <laughs> that's not. That's not true. That's not true. I just would like to get one right once in a while. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. For Beer Not a Beer, join us next time. (music) 
Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. We hope you had as much fun as we had and learned a thing or two. Make sure you share our podcast and check us out on Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now we got to run. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. And when a girl walks in with an itty-bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Want to pull up tough because you notice that butt was stuffed. 